Hi, and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast that gives you tips and tricks for how to start, grow, and sell your online business. Also take a look at our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more info around how you can make your business better. But for now, here's today's episode. Hi, and welcome to episode 124, how to diversify to protect your business. Life and light, business can come and go. You know, there's ups and downs and challenges are always present. So in business, this can be a real issue if you rely on the performance of your business to financially support you. So what we're trying to do is flatten the dips, okay? So those dips, if they have an impact on your business, you're going to have dips, but you want to try and make them so they're not going to be too serious. So how do we do this? Well, one way is to diversify because basically that means you're not relying on one thing in your business to support you. So if that one thing has an issue, we've got these others surrounding it, which basically take up the slack and even or flatten out that low curve. Okay, so there's multiple ways to diversify your business. And so I'm going to go through the five key ones now. Um, and just to get you thinking about how you can do this in your own business. So the first one is quite an obvious one. It's products or your offering. So when you just have one product or one offering, you're susceptible to those dips. And the key thing is to diversify that. And there's multiple ways you can do that with products. It, it could be as simple as adding another product, or it could be as simple as changing that product to offer different options so for example if you sell t-shirts and they're white t-shirts with a certain pattern or something on it you might just be able to diversify by simply selling red and black t-shirts adding that to your range because that might be in fashion that year Uh, that color might be in fashion that year and so white t-shirts might not be in fashion. So whilst you see a dip in white t-shirts, you're going to see an increase in your black and your red t-shirts. So, I mean, that's a pretty simple sort of example, but there's other ways you can do it, you know, by even adding extra features to your, to your products. Or uh, if you've got an offering, say you're doing, uh, you know, like coaching or you're doing online courses, uh, you could add another course to your offering. Um, and it might be about a different topic. So one topic might um, not be as popular um, next year and, and there's a new topic that you've done a, a new sort of course on that is popular. So adding and keeping current with the trends is quite important to diversifying products. So the second one is customers and basically it's where they come from. So you want to look for multiple channels for your customer acquisition. So don't just rely on, say, for example, social media. Um, you want to add to that because, you know, particularly with social media, the platforms like Facebook and stuff, they own your customers. You don't own them. So they can manipulate you and your business by simply um, denying your account or changing their policies or any of that sort of stuff. They are They have complete hand on the control so you want to diversify and i'm talking other options like paid advertising so pay for getting traffic uh obviously organic traffic so search engine traffic coming to your your website or your product 
And, you know, it goes as far as word of mouth, you know, referrals from different people. So think about how you can diversify your customer acquisition and have multiple channels where those customers are coming from. So the third one is staffing. So this is um, this can be for bricks and mortar businesses, or it can be for you know online businesses as well. Because basically, you know, if you're hiring anyone, whether it's in person or virtually, uh, like a, a virtual assistant, you basically don't want to rely too heavily on that one person without some form of backup. Should something happen to them, so you know. Humans are humans. Like they might change their mind. They might go work for someone else. Uh, they might, you know, decide to retire. You just don't know. So you want to make sure you've got some backups there. So I mean, this is a this one's a bit more hard in terms of planning because you know you're basically planning for a problem rather than actually having someone waiting in the wings because obviously you know it's not practical to have someone sitting there waiting to uh, take over someone else's role just in case something happens so you just want to make sure you've got options of where to find new people um and so do a bit of research around that and have it, maybe set up a document that you know puts in place a plan for how you will deal with a staffing issue if someone leaves or, or aren't available to you anymore. So the fourth one is the business ex itself. So, um, you know, this is dependent on how you've got things set up. So, um, you know, me, for example, I've got multiple websites in different industries. So when one's not performing, the other ones help to support it. So I've sort of diversified by uh, having different websites that sell completely different offerings. So that's one way you could do it. Again, it probably ties back to that first one that we talked about with products. So it's just different, different niches or different industries. And the fifth one is geography. So... We're all tempted just to sell into our local geographic. You know, let's say you're based in America, that'd be to American people um, in the US. What you want to try and do is diversify geographically. So look at other options. Start selling in the UK. Start selling in Europe, maybe Australia or maybe Canada or, or whatever. You know, wherever you are, try and get one to two other locations where you're selling your product or where you're selling your offering. Because that way, if something happens in that particular country, um, you know, you've got these other countries where you're selling to that can back that up. Okay. And sometimes it's when we're talking about geographically, it's not that people are going to go off your product in that country. Sometimes it can be as simple as a law change, like the government of that country changes the laws or they change the tax rate or something. And all of a sudden your product doesn't look as favorable as it did financially anymore. So there's a number of reasons why geographic diversity is a good thing to do. Okay. So that's our five ways to diversify your business. What I want you to do this week is have a look at those five ways, have a look at which ones you're not doing and go about setting up a plan to introduce these diversification methods into your business over time. So one thing to remember is that business diversification doesn't happen quickly, but it can be done with time and planning. So the good thing is to start now and start developing that as you go along. Sometimes it can take six to 12 
to even 24 months to actually diversify and get some of these diversification methods in place. But if you start now, make some progress and you will better protect your business with diversification. So if you're looking for some help on how to diversify, uh, I do some online mentoring coaching uh, via our website, emilyandblair.com. I offer a free 30-minute phone call to have a talk about your business and see how we might be able to work, work together and help each other. Uh, feel free to jump on to our website and you can book a uh, calendar appointment there. But that's basically all we've got time for in episode 124, how to diversify and protect your business. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Elevating Business. Make sure to check out our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more tips and tricks for how you can grow and make your business more successful.